0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The National Transport Authority ordered 130 electric buses in June of last year. Uh, the buses are yet to hit the streets of Dublin, um, but they are here, and this the problem is due to a lack of charging infrastructure. Now, to tell us more about this, Assistant General Secretary of the National Bus and Rail Union, Tom O'Connor. Tom, good morning, and welcome. Good morning, Pat. Thank you. Now, uh, tell me, uh, where are the buses?
1: Well, the the buses are parked up, uh, I believe. And when this story broke last week, uh, it piqued my curiosity and I went trawling through the City Council uh, database in relation to the the planning permission. And it would seem that Dublin Bus were granted planning permission for uh, single-story substations. But then when they went to put in the ancillary uh, equipment, you know, the the, the wires and the the switches, which stand outside the substation, uh, they were refused uh, an exemption. And They had to go through the, the planning process again, and one would have thought that we're in a climate emergency. I mean, just the EPA on the 1st of June said oh, Ireland's going to miss its uh, 2030 target of 51% reduction uh, by a whopping 22%, and, and all uh, areas are increasing their emissions. That if we're in such an emergency, uh, state infrastructure like this, right, that's
0: for the common good would have been exempted from the planet mission. Now, do you know where they're going to be based? I mean, where are they parked up, by the way? Do you do you have any idea? Are they in uh, Broadstone? Are they in Cunningham Road? Uh, where are they located?
1: Uh, well, there is an overflow in, in James, but they're arriving slowly. They're, they're out being tested at the moment. As you'll appreciate, it's it's a new technology. Uh, it's not as simple as, as taking a diesel bus out and putting this one in. Uh, the range, for one thing, they, yeah. they, they have to find a the range. There's no point in Putting the bus on a real. Yeah, you, you put
0: sixty people on a double decker bus. Uh, they weigh a certain amount, and uh, the more you weight you put in an electric car, the shorter the range.
1: Correct. And and uh, Irish winters, uh, the, the misters and the wipers and the heaters gone, It's going to drain the battery because if you if you buy an electric car, the small print says yeah. the range is not the actual range. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, um, charging an electric car, the range might be on a winter's day because the battery's cold, 400 kilometres. On a summer's day, 520. That's uh, the, the reality. OK, so um, they are currently being uh, tested. From a driver's point of view, though, I suppose there'll be little difference uh, except that range anxiety that anyone who owns an electric car can suffer from. But driving the bus will be pretty similar and for the passengers... A similar experience.
1: Actually from driving the bus because the, the layout was completely different. Oh, the, the switches are, are different, and, uh, so they have to be familiarization. Uh, these buses for the first time have no wing mirrors on them. They have uh, monitors Oh, cameras, you know, cameras. So that'll take some getting used to. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a couple of hours training for each driver required to familiarize themselves from a health and safety perspective uh, with these new vehicles.
0: Now, um, meantime, they're being tested. That's fine. But in order to get them into service, they need um, charging. I don't know how long the charge is scheduled. Have you got any info on how long each bus will be able to run with a, a complete passenger load? Will they get, you know, four hours out of it before a recharge or six hours out of it? or? Uh, and of course, it depends on the traffic, because if you're stopping and starting on a diesel, you're using diesel all the time. On an electric bus, when you're stopping and starting, you're just using the power to the lights, but there's no motor uh, taking power at that point. So, you know, buses moving fast will use more power than buses crawling through traffic.
1: Yeah, they're on their test because yeah, they don't, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know that there's a bus riding, are operating uh, a number of single deck vehicles in that lane, uh, but they're only single deck. They haven't had any double deck buses in operation that are fully electric, so Dublin buses are currently testing the
0: buses with weights yeah. you know, to, to find out what the. So range they're putting lead weights in yeah. to simulate people and sure. and see how far they go, but these buses, I mean, they're, they're uh, available to order, so they must be well tested by the people who supply them. They're not they're not that common, you know,
1: yeah, and. The technologies. I mean, Liverpool went with 25 hydrogen buses there a number of years ago. Um, uh, Wrights in Ballymena, who are making them, uh, uh, are starting to, to invest in, in electric uh, technologies. Yeah. But it's not for double-deck buses. I mean, the, the, the number of countries that, that operate double-deck buses are, are, are very few. Uh, most, most of the countries in the continent are single-deck. So it's not that common.
0: Yeah. There are all sorts of different technologies available. For example, in one particular city, they have trams. And every time the tram stops, it automatically gets a recharge. So there's no cables between the, the tram stops. They can drive along the rails, no cables overhead. But at the next stop, as they're taking passengers on and off, a little bit of a, a recharge. So, and so it goes. So there's all sorts of novel ideas. And um, where will the charging stations be for Dublin Bus? In each depot. So they're putting in charging points in each depot,
1: which is going to consume 10% of the existing footprint of the depot in order to put those facilities in. Sure. And, and hence, they got an overflow in Jamestown and Finglas uh, to, to put buses. Well, I mean, eventually, every depot was going to have these electric vehicles because there were 600 in, in the, the tranche that was put out to order. just uh, two depots here. There's a delay in these two depots um, in relation to planning. And it's my opinion that... Any sort of state transport project should be exempt from the planning process. And I'll just read you a line from it. Sure. Uh, Design from scale to height, proportion, siting material of new development should relate to and complement the special character of the protective structure. They're talking about Broadstone. uh, when That building was put up before Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. (laughs) So how can you do that with electrical gear for electrical buses that weren't even thought of uh, when that building was constructed?
0: Um, The Cunningham Road station, the Donnybrook station, um, those stations are, well, architecturally unedifying and there's no great uh, value to them, except people might be sentimental about uh, what maybe used to be a tram shed and they have a sentimental uh, attachment to them. But there shouldn't be any difficulty in installing infrastructure in those kind of
1: places. No, no, it's... it's uh, symptomatic of the malaise we have, I mean, how long have we been talking about Metro West, Metro North, Metro Link, Metro, I read on one of the provincials there yesterday, uh, the Navan Rail Line, there's no funding until 2031, and yet we're supposed to have the states awash with money at the moment. Just, just do it, just in, in, do it now, invest in it, because the, the climate crisis is not going to
0: wait. Yeah, um, that Navin line uh, is desperately needed because obviously the Navin is a great uh, commuter centre and people are driving uh, to, to work when uh, maybe driving to Dunboy and picking up a train there or whatever. But, you know,
1: it's, it's, it's fairly obvious. Huge population, it's a commuting population as well. You know, the MVRU, along with colleagues, we've a lot of insider knowledge and the program for government is committed to having a, a transport forum.
0: And that would be the vehicle that we could impart that knowledge uh, to the NTA, sure. to the department. But in the meantime, this infrastructural problem, which is uh, the substations are OK. They're provided uh, by your electricity supplier, by air grid, I presume, are building those. And then the actual individual chargers, that's the problem. The, the the downstream of the transformers is where the problem lies. It seems to me to be fairly standard infrastructure and why you need to go for planning in those in a bus garage, for heaven's sake.
1: Absolutely. And look, we're only talking about Fisber and Summerhill. There's another six garages to go. Don't make the same mistake again. uh, A statutory instrument can exempt uh, the rest of the garages from having... There's one thing, I I
0: showed you a video uh, during the commercial break before we commenced our conversation of buses in Zhuangdi, G in China, uh, a row of them being charged and the first one goes on fire within seconds. A row of five are in flames. Have you got concerns uh, we, yesterday we talked about e scooters and e bikes and batteries exploding in those situations? Have you got concerns about safety uh, on these buses?
1: Uh, look the, one was always have concerns uh, but i mean the, the regime and that that 's in place. In the semi states, is a good regime. Uh, accordingly, all the diesel buses are pulled off and they're overhauled uh, when they hit a, a certain mileage, yeah. uh, and everything is documented. So, I mean, I'm sure the same regime will be in place uh, for the electric vehicles, and they're parked in such a way that there's fire breaks. And, and,
0: and you know, so there's a lot of talk goes into safety around the parking of buses. Mm. Um, how many buses will we have ultimately? I mean, there are 130 currently on order uh, at a cost of what is it, five? Much uh, five or six hundred thousand each. E- each yeah. okay, so it's a lot of money, and there will be more. This is only the first tranche. Six hundred, I believe. Uh, so the current Dublin bus fleet at the moment is is eleven hundred. So yeah, they, they propose to have uh, six hundred of that. Uh, wow! Electric. So you're almost replacing half the Dublin bus fleet with electric. Correct. Yeah. That'll make a huge uh, contribution to reducing carbon.
1: It will. Yeah, it will. And and these. The, we don't need the delays. It needs to be done as soon as possible, given the stats in relation to uh, the emissions. Yeah. That are.
0: All right. And uh, obviously, health and safety very important uh, because buses, even carrying passengers, have gone up. And it's frightening when you see it. Uh, Tom, thank you very much for joining us. Tom O'Connor is Assistant General Secretary of the National and Bus Rail Union. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.